Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. Welcome back, everyone. Last episode, you... Having done something with the dead shrine that you found in the Principes ruins, which had some kind of reaction from the forest and the mysterious entity with the skull that Rill has a slight connection to. You were going to leave, and then someone found you there, being an elf woman who was unhelpfully vague, introduced herself as Rothamir, was clearly a powerful magician, and Maynard is pretty sure might be a lich, because there is one that lives in the forest and this might be her. You then went back to Fosberg and had a chat with Azar about both the events in the ruin and the... I might be lying, did you talk about the amulet, Trick's amulet? You did, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so you talked about the events in the ruin, you talked about Trick's amulet for the Midsummer Offering, then you should get out of town because you've got two days and Maynard's going to have visions of it, but might prefer that to actually watching it in person. And I think, I think you were starting to head out of Fosberg. Oh, uh, I can tell you where we left off. It was with Rill, like, going... No, was it Rill? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Rill, was go- Rill decided he was going to go and buy some weapons and see if he could leave them strategically in the plaza for the prisoners to have when they were brought out to be eaten. Um, there are... There's at least a couple of smithies in town, and also it's winding up to the Midsummer Festival. People have got wares to sell. Um, I'm not going to make you roll for it or anything. you kind of two areas going on. There's the festival bit at the outskirts of town, where there's people camped and a lot of stalls. And there is the plaza at the centre of town, where the dragon is, although she is t- frequently taking short flights away from it, but that is clearly her spot. No one is camped on that plaza. There is not a crowd on that plaza. There is a persistent icy fog around around it, so it's not always easy to tell who or what is there. But it is there. Is, there are no crowds there because there is a dragon, and people are avoiding it. Makes sense. You don't see any obvious like pile of treasure, anything like that. Looks like maybe that's going to be brought out. Closer to the time, because it's still a day and a half, two days. 
not tomorrow morning, but the morning after. Okay, then I'd like to um, kind of squint at the fog and try and see if I can tell if she's there or not. Sure, roll perception for me. Uh, 13? I mean, not great, but also it's broad daylight and she's a dragon, so she's not exactly hard to see. You're pretty sure she's she's there. There's a, a shape lurking within the mist. Cool. Uh... I feel like I asked this last time, but if if we're the only people in this plaza area, does anybody want to want to come with me? I have no interest in doing that. No. Leonard, what exactly is your intention? I'm just going to go put the weapons up there. In the hopes that the prisoners will be able to use them? Yes. And they won't be immediately swept away by a giant dragon? Well, I don't know, but giving them something is better than nothing. I'd really hope that this would be over. This being... Never mind. You're clearly not willing to to let this injustice go. Well, we did... I mean, it's just Gotham here. And it feels like we're responsible for it. I mean, they stole the tribute and murdered our friend? So this feels like their responsibility, not ours. True. Trick is going to raise a hand and, and intervene as the older and wiser person here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> older except <laughs> for Toril, who is considerably older, but let's not dwell on that. Um, <laughs> look, let's not go into this again. Bill, if you want to go and essentially give the queen a weapon i'm i feel comfortable with that i don't think anyone is going to stop you i think that's a reasonable guess <laughs> from my perspective reasonable guess i don't think that you could be convinced otherwise we might as well make sure that you're safe and i will uh well i will stride across the plaza then Hold on, hold on, I might have a spell for this. Okay. <laughs> I... do not. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> the metal image of Maynard flicking through the spell book and coming back with that is lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I might have had invisibility in there, but I didn't. It's not one of my prepared spells, or is it not in my spell book at all, actually? Uh... I mean, she's a dragon. I don't know if she can see through that or not. I don't know what dragons can do. Mm. See invisibility is a spell, but... Well, yeah, but she's a for dragon. People. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like... She's a dragon but and this is her lair. But I've got a couple of things to 
help you if you need to escape or something. I think I'll be okay, but keep an eye out, I suppose. Of course. All right. Uh, stealing his jelly-like legs, Rail is going to <laughs> walk across the plaza. I get the impression you're not stealthing. N- no, just walking. Uh, there's, uh, there doesn't seem to be anything to stealth behind or around or anything. Yeah, there's nothing to hide behind. You, you, you'd just be like tiptoeing in broad daylight. I feel like that would make it worse. That would make it a lot worse. <laughs> just. Tiptoeing across the plaza. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. (laughs) Act normal. Act more normal. All right. You walk across the plaza. The plaza is maybe 120 feet side to side. When you get about 30 feet onto it, you, you start noticing that it's colder here. Not dangerously cold. Just Mm -hmm. there is a chill rolling out of the center of the plaza. And as you get closer, you can see a heaping couch, a a, a dragon bed made of ice. Oh. And just leaning over one of these raised humps of ice. Like a cat that's comfortable in its bed, you can see the head and one huge claw of a white dragon. She blinks lazily at you. Bill bows very formally. Who are you? Uh, I am... I am real. You are not one of ours. No, I'm visiting. This forked tongue comes out and tastes the air. And her head is like as big as you. Why do you address me? I was traveling through and I heard about all of this. It isn't every day I see someone of such power, Your Majesty. That's true. I come bearing uh, ifs and real puts the uh, weapons down at his feet. She lifts her head. And then you see her huge shoulders and her spiny back also rising and she steps over the edge of her bed and leans her head down close to you to look at the weapons that you've put on the stone and sniff at them. Acceptable craftsmanship. Have you come to beg favours? No. No, I have not. Wise. 
one huge hand with foot-long claws sort of gently curls around the weapons and pulls them closer. I was going to start uh, backing away while still facing her. You can see her... um, She doesn't lift the weapons into her bed. She tucks them against the base of the ice mound. Sort of pats them a couple of times. Not for display, just unconsciously settling them where she's happy with them. And withdraws slightly and lowers her head again to watch you leave. The rest of you would have seen and basically heard that because she's got quite a loud voice being a dragon. Hmm. <sighs> well, I suppose that's all you can do. All right, now it's when we leave, right? Time to leave? Yes? Yes, yes, time to leave. Okay. Good. Trick is is very pleased that Rill has successfully been talked down from let's kill the the queen to let's give the queen a small present. (laughs) (laughs) This is a good outcome. For the first time, Rill may have done positive diplomatic actions. <laughs> hey now. Hey, hey now. <laughs> Improving relations. Yeah, no one is gonna stop you leaving. Um you what you are free to travel. I think the plan was to Grisgard. Sound. Which you will read. you'll you'll probably need to sleep on the road again and get there middle of the day tomorrow. Unless you really push and march through the night, but you've got time. That works for me. Mm-hmm. Really, are you going to do that thing? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh oh. That thing. Um, I, I could do it and not tell anybody, but I am going to tell the party as a whole at one point while we are en route, I suppose. Okay, so you've been walking for an hour or two through what is now, for all of you, becoming a familiar route. <laughs> I was thinking... Oh? Uh, I have ways to contact Rothelmeyer. Why? That's a good question. Well, if you can't do anything about the Queen, they're very powerful. Uh, um, we're leaving. We're done. It, it, why are we still like? I thought. I thought we determined that we weren't doing anything about the well, Queen right now. Yes, but we didn't have a lich. That could fight with us. We still don't. I mean, we just met her. We don't know anything about her. Who's to say she would help us? Well, 
She might not, you're right, but I bet she doesn't like the queen. Most powerful people don't like other powerful people breathing down their necks. Wonder who's to say that she doesn't get a hold of the queen's crown and then becomes the ruler of the White Forest. Is a lich really better than a dragon? Well, she has to. She has a, a few people in line ahead of her, as we know. Um, I think that's mostly by fealty rather than automatic succession. I'm not really sure the way I've heard it told that Athraka had been carefully positioning herself in line before she just, you know, ate the previous queen. If it's based on how many parts of the crown you have, she had a lot of she had a lot of the crown essentially immediately. And um, I feel like if Rothmere could defeat the dragon queen on her own and wanted to, she would have done so already. Mm. I don't think Rothmere thinks that we have enough power to tip the scales if you are suggesting that we tell Rothmere we would help her. That is what I was thinking. Well, it was just a thought. Because I won't contact her then. I mean, well, depending on how our research goes, she seems to know something about this god and a lot of history. It's good to know that we can contact her. Just, I mean, you know my thoughts on this matter. I know. I won't. I just thought I'd bring it up, I suppose. Okay. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> That's all right. You are not required to, you know, attack major NPCs off your own bat. But it's not a not a requirement. You you are fully <laughs> permitted instead to keep walking. Towards Grisgard. Have a party! And, and make camp in the early summer evening. Um, we should mention this for the listeners, is that I have done some more calculations of how flat worlds work. Um, currently, the days are short because it's summer. And the sun is closer. So there's less daytime, but it's warmer. This is, to use a technical term, ridiculous. And also true. You're welcome. So <laughs> evening comes early because it's summer. And at some point you can make camp in the, under the pines. And those of you who sleep can sleep and Rill can meditate and dwell upon his woes. I have a question. Uh-huh. Um, does anybody in the party have sending? Yes. Okay, good. That's what I was going to use to, uh, to contact Rothamire. Maynard will uh, go up to Rill and said, I know you wanted to give your hmm friends no, that's not the right word the captives 
a fighting chance. Oh, we've lost Mal. We have. Do you want to do this conversation that you're having one-on-one? Yeah, that's fine. We'll see if they come back. Are you going to tell them that you put weapons by the Queen's bed? Yes, I can I can do that. Mm, I hope to be able to get to them. I think that if you do that, you have done everything that you can do. For what it's worth, I think it's very noble. Thank you. I don't know how much that matters if it's not doing anything, but thank you anyway. And I am going to take a moment uh, at night to uh, do a sending to uh, the dwarf and tell her where the weapons are in the plaza. Okay. Do you want to um, tell me what you say? You get 25 words mm-hmm. for sending. Up to 25 words. Return. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do I know the dwarf's name? I feel like we learned that at some point because they referred to each other, but... At some point you definitely did know. Her name is Oriana. Oriana, okay. Oriana, this this is real. I've left weapons on the plaza by the bed. I apologize that we can't do more. And that's what I send. Um, She can send it back because she knows me. Yeah, I think anyone you send to has the the option of of responding, like, with a message. Mm Hmm. Not sure you ever told her your name, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, But she probably knows it because of the whole courier thing. Right. Hi, Ril. Thank you for that. It's better than having no chance to fight at all. Won't be long now. And that's all you get. Sad. I'm gonna... going to cast sending again to her. Okay. Ariana, is there anyone like us to contact? your friends slightly longer of a a silence this time tell any dwarf from Brawlgrin they'll know how to reach each other and Daisy was from Muddick on the flat we'll do that was that last bit casting again no I think he just says it out loud do we know where either of those places are? Like, have we been uh, by or through either of them? Do you know of Grin? Because it came up last time you talked to Ariana. Um, it's it's the city, the dwarven city she was originally from that she wanted the helm to be returned to. Mm-hmm. It's a big, used to be sort of the regional capital. Um, it's on the coast. You've not been there, but you are aware of Barrelgrin. 
probably no dwarves there now, of course, but there would be a diaspora, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, you have not heard of Muddock, but you do know where the flat is, so. Okay. The, the, the flat is the uh, the prosperous halfling country that um, borders the forest. That is that is all you hear from Oriana or, or anyone else as you make your camp under the pines. And eventually morning comes. I assume, therefore, that you are going to continue to Grisgard. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. It's a good plan. You can do it. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, I've just realised that that's because it's, it's my my move, as it were. Yes, you proceed to Grisgard. Uh, Grisgard is looking very pretty because everything is uh, green and growing and there's like festival bunting has been brought out of the attic and strung up along the main insofar as there is a, a main village road strung up along there there are good baking smells people are pleased to see you uh, the big sort of celebratory stuff will be tomorrow because tomorrow is actually midsummer so today is all setting up and having reunions and people feeling slightly awkward because you all keep taking these awkward glances at each other that they're not sure what to do with. Mm. I will apologise to Lavender for, um, you know, making making big dramatic farewells and then coming back like twice over the next like <laughs> over the next month. Oh yes, I'm, I'm very angry with you for coming back to visit. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> now listen, Maynard's mm-hmm. Uh, he he's safe. He will be safe. Only, mm-hmm. um, oh, he's likely to have a bit of an upset just over. Oh, um, oh, I imagine like if you're gonna if you're gonna make a big tribute to a dragon at, at, at Midsummer, it should be in like the middle of the day, right? It's probably uh, a noon thing, yeah. A noon thing, right? He is probably gonna have a bit of an upset around noon, and I'd really like to make sure he is. Blind drunk by then. Maynard, how how large are you? Um, he's not that big. He's only about five six, and his constitution is only twelve. Oh no, no, that that that'll be fine. Yeah, classic skinny wizard. I just think he'll be. It'll be a lot happier for everyone if he's paralytic by noon. <laughs> he's only a little one, and we've got plenty of applejack. I'll uh, I'll make sure I'll make sure we get I'll make sure he takes his medicine. <laughs> <laughs> right, kind of upset. I kind of like take a deep breath and then give a deep sigh and say, "Oh, destiny stuff." It's a bit. She she wrinkles her nose in a kind of shouldn't meddle with things expression. <laughs> oh, it's good to be home among sense. <laughs> <laughs> Wizards are always getting into things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, look, is there anything I can do to help? And then I feel the scene sort of fades away as I try and make myself useful. You're probably directed off towards helping with roasting entire pigs over bonfires. Mm. This definitely feels like a there's a hog roast centerpiece kind of a place. 
Yeah. Is this is this is this early morning or is this the night before? This is the day before. Right. right, Yeah. But I have nothing particular to throw at you through the evening, so we can. (laughs) I feel like Ember is going to sleep in the forge just to be home. You've done that a couple of times before when you had things to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. And you notice this time that just sleeping on an unpadded floor feels much less uncomfortable than it used to. You've definitely become hardened by your adventuring lifestyle to sleeping on the ground. Oh, I'd like to just briefly get a chance to talk to Ember. And I think probably I'm I'm coming over to, I'm coming over towards the forge with like with like a pair of eight year olds like dragging <laughs> sleeves. Um, Ember, you know I've been thinking. Seems to me there's a bit of ambiguity and I look at the children, I look at the children and I'm like, this is fine. This is vague and there's more children. There's been a bit of ambiguity about you know what what the what the dragonfly thinks of um whether the dragonfly wants wants you to prot- wants you to protect you know the others or stop them because i feel like stop this from happening again that's quite you see what i mean it's all a bit vague isn't it it's... and and i figure if you're the sort of person that that gets personal messages at least from time to time Maybe, maybe tomorrow's tomorrow would be the time to to ask, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, I certainly will try. The dragonfly never really answers directly. Um, well, you had that dream, though, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, but again, that was sort of cryptic um i'm just saying if you're gonna if you're gonna it might be worth trying especially now you're back now you're back here and i kind of i assume you've got some sort of like you know like a a shrine or just a you know a icon for the um for the singing flame in here mostly i just light the fire and maybe a bit of incense. Qualifying by itself. <laughs> and yeah. I suppose then in the next morning it's festival day and it's very exciting and and I wake my and I wake Maynard up in the dark in, in this in the small dark hours and I hand it and I hand it and I hand him a small and I hand him a small ceramic bottle. <laughs> What is this? What is what's going on? What are you it's doing? A- it's apples. It's medicinal. <laughs> As discussed. But... It's extremely medicinal. <laughs> medicinal apples. It will kill any any parasitic worms that you have, yes. <laughs> Trick, it's just dawn. Yeah, but I don't know exactly when things are, when things are gonna start and you want to get a, you want to get a head start on it. I wouldn't I, want, wouldn't want to dive into it. I wouldn't want to dive into this. Just start easing yourself in. That's all. 
Mino, see, see how you take to it. Mino sighs and shrugs and sits up in bed and takes a drink out of the bottle. <laughs> it's certainly very appley. It's very appley. It stings your nose. It's very warming on the way down. There are herbs in it. You could not, for the life of you, identify what the herbs are. But there are definitely herbs in it. I'm imagining something between Corky's and Jägermeister. I've never tried either of those things. I so yeah, let's go with yeah. You know what? That's not a bad shout. <laughs> I mean, in as much yeah, Jägermeister is, as mentioned, a tonic. Yeah. <laughs> Bitters, generally. Uh, but no, I mean, if, if it's Applejack, then I suppose it's more... Yeah. Yeah, it's very apple-y. Applejack mixed with bitter herbs is quite is quite an experience, as you're describing it. Yeah, you're not sure it's pleasant, <laughs> but it's palatable. Tell you what, it's bracing. That's what it is. <laughs> bracing. It's warming. It has got a medicinal edge. Probably would kill your intestinal worms if you have any. Definitely alcoholic. Not subtle about that part. You have you have now you are you are the proud recipient of a bottle of strong drink. Mm. Yeah, Mino's gonna try and drink it as quickly as he can, making constitutions. Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be just gonna down on an empty stomach this bottle of strong drink. Then please roll constitution. <laughs> yeah, why the fuck not? And fail. Importantly, you are trying to fail. <laughs> Fighting the dragon was the bad idea. Oh, come to that. Just had... Sorry. Just saying you have a packet full of herbs, because it's summer, isn't it? Mm. And you can't make Applejack in the summer. No, this is clearly this is clearly last winter's distill. Yeah. But then again, it is also extremely alcoholic. It, it probably doesn't go off that fast. <laughs> the, the whole point of making them alcoholic is, well, no, part, most of the point is it's fun. A little mm. bit of the point is it keeps. Mm. Uh, that's a 12. <laughs> you, you, okay, you make it through about a third of the bottle before you start feeling really queasy. Oh no. No, no, no. You, you just get as far as feeling really queasy. So instead of taking another sip, you go to put the bottle down. Everything is slightly swimming. You are not catatonic or anything, but you are within the space of about 15 minutes. You are drunk. <laughs> Everyone else is getting up for breakfast and you are drunk. <laughs> trick has been trick has been trick has been watching proceedings because I, I have seen I have estimated this man's body this man's body weight. I'm there. Yeah. I've got I've got the I've got the jug. I've got the jug. I'll have a nip myself, but just a nip. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you are much larger and not trying to down the bottle as fast as possible, yeah. so you're fine. And I'll just, I'll just switch him onto whale, it's fine. Yeah, and with, with that nice grounding of being drunk before you start, ale and cider through the day will keep you definitely on the far side of tipsy. Hmm. Nice. <laughs> Everyone is probably laughing at you a bit because... You clearly cannot hold your drink. 
Nope. <laughs> um, Ember, did you want to do some religious stuff while we're doing things uh, in and around the start of the day? I'd like to have a quick talk with Rill and then go light the fire. Mm, um, hey, hey, Rill. Yes. Your. Does your god ever, like, talk to you, talk to you? Mm. Sometimes. Uh, occasionally. It's. Um, it's all a bit distant. Is there anything that you're able to do that makes it louder or clearer or... I don't know, I just... feel like maybe there's more I could be doing to talk to the Singing Flame. And I just don't know quite how to do it yet. You know? Mm hmm. Well, it might be different for you, but I find that praying and talking to them can sometimes be a lot of the same thing. Hmm. I mean, I guess. Like when you pray, do you get. Do you get a response? Most of the time, no. But sometimes. Like, you've seen me uh, burn some papers and, and that sort of thing um, for him. It, that, it's a more direct form of communication, I think. Hmm. I suppose, um, I mean, Working at your smithy would be the same thing for you, more or less. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give that I a try. Have, I have incense, and I brought a sensor with me. I could, I could set it up in your forge today, if you'd like. It would be really delightful. Thank you. I'd appreciate any help. Of course. I don't know any prayers. Um, but of, of course, it w I guess I was more interested in the how than the specifics, you know. Mm -hmm. So I guess we'll at some point head over to the forge and and, and the forge has plenty of you know hooks in the walls and rafters that you could hang something from so setting up a, a sensor will not not cause you problems you can you can set that up then i'll light the forge and try my darndest to reach the singing flame and okay what are you are you trying sorry 
are you praying or more generally communing? I mean, are you trying to communicate to them a specific message or? Yeah, um, so I'm trying to. So first of all, trying to honor them because I realize I haven't done that much, um, but mm -hmm. also then switching to asking for some sort of sign that we're on the right path and some sort of direction in all of the all of the clues that we've picked up okay um hmm let me just check something real quick And they're not really expecting an immediate answer. No, that, that's fine. I'm just inclined to do cool things because cool things are cool. <laughs> um, but I just want to check whether the mechanical thing I have in mind is generally sensible. Okay, not directly. Not directly, but it kind of makes sense. So... Mechanically, I think I'm going to run this as kind of a ritual ad hoc version of commune, which mm. is normally a cleric spell. Mm -hmm. um, and this isn't going to be like a general addition to your spell list or anything. This is because yeah. you've set up like a ceremony and you're taking, it's probably going to take you an hour or so of sort of meditating and feeling your way. But you, after a while, are able to sense a connection and to see movement in the flames that isn't just the movement of flames. And a sense of willingness to hear your questions. Hmm. Should I now be asking direct questions? Yeah. Um, okay. they're, 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 they don't have to be strict yes no's mm -hmm. but this is a presence that is way willing to try to answer you but doesn't know what you want to know hmm. are we looking in the right places and Is the hmm, is are our theories about the unknown god at least on the right track? There's a sense of of thoughtfulness of the same sense you got last time of someone who wants to tell you things but can't just tell you things. Someone who is constrained. And that gives way to a wave of warmth from the fire in front of you and 
approval. Mm -hmm. And before you pull away, and the flames dance higher and shape themselves. And part of them snakes out of the forge and very, very lightly around your shoulders, like an embrace, and then vanishes. That is so heartwarming. Yeah. Good paladin. (laughs) (laughs) Probably just continue making something mindless, like nails or something, Mm -hmm. uh, until it seems time that I need to join the others. Till the incense is burning down and it's getting towards lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Ril, did you want to do anything while we're doing doings? I'd like to join Maynard in getting drunk. <laughs> no one stops you. <laughs> when, you, uh, when, you, when you come back into the main room, um, Maynard is sort of sitting by the kitchen table just sort of using prestidigitation to make uh, make colorful colors in the air and things like that. He Ooh, is, for the record, spark. swaying slightly. What have you been drinking? It's this Applejack stuff. It's really nice. Well, hmm. it's not. It's not nice. Nice. It's just. It's good. Do you want some? I would. And uh, what are you doing with all of that? And he sort of waves a hand at the prestidigitation. Oh, I'm just, just playing. Not hmm. doing anything, you know, just <laughs> useless stuff. You know, I can make a person out of light. Would you like to see it? A person? Oh, a small person. Yeah, go on. All right, and I will cast uh, dancing lights and uh, make the make the lights sort of bob around the room, um, and then form into a sort of vaguely uh, vaguely elvish uh, form of medium size. That's brilliant. I mean, I'd use press digitation to sort of make some faint music appear in the air, and then. Attempts to dance with the figure. <laughs> well, we'll give it his best go at making this figure dance. Considering he can probably do some dances, it, but he probably doesn't know the same ones Maynard does, so they're learning. And yeah, also, we'll know some, some very mannered, very formal, fixed drow dances where these are the steps and you go through the steps. Not a lot of improvisation in drow dancing. Mm. Anyone else who is in the kitchen is is trying not to be too obvious about laughing at you. <laughs> this is the point that Rill is trying to teach Maynard how to waltz. 
Yes. <laughs> because I'm stepping on, well, on on light feet and stumbling a bit. So I should I should be better at dancing. I should have taken a class or something while I was at school. But all they wanted to teach us was boring things. You know a lot of interesting magic. You didn't learn that there? Oh, no, 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 I did, I did. It's just that it was, the magic was a small part of it. The, the way it was in Rustmouth is that people go to school, to the university, to learn magic, to make a living, to, you know, catch people out and make profits and be better business people. I didn't want any of that. I didn't want to be an accountant or run a shop or anything like that. You wanted to... Well... Uh... He looks a little bit embarrassed and... He blushes, but his face is already pretty rosy. You're going to laugh. Oh, I won't. Tell me. When I was a little boy, my parents used to read me these stories about the war and about all the, the wizards there who would do these amazing feats of magic and conjuration and summoning. And... There's stories about them and the battles they fought. And even before then, there are these wonderful tales of heroes doing incredible things and using their magic to really do something. I just wanted to be like them. I wanted to go on adventures and see incredible things and... All anybody wanted me to do was to be successful. But not at magic. Well, I think you're very successful at magic, and I think we're doing something important. I don't know about all that adventure and stuff. That's not really for me, I suppose, but... I think we found plenty of excitement along the way. You don't want any of it? You don't want to be no. an amazing adventurer? You, what do you want? You want to sit in a church and pray all day or whatever? Well, no, but adventuring... Adventuring is... He looks at Maynard and then bites his tongue and changes what he was going to say. It's dangerous. But that's what's fun about it. Until you get hurt. Well, yeah, but... Everybody's... Everybody gets hurt sometimes. You can't... Protect yourself from everything all the time. Might as well do something cool. I think we have to disagree on that, but... Uh, here, let me let me try and show you that bit on the walls again. I, I think we almost had it down that time. 
Okay, okay, okay. And I think it's while you two are practicing the waltz around the <laughs> around the main room of Trick and Lavender's house that Maynard starts to see things. That Maynard starts to see the plaza in Fosberg, which is much smaller than he remembers. And has a lot more people in it now, all standing back around the edges. Except for the steward and for Azar, who are coming forward. And showing you a length of a, a large square of cloth that has been laid out on the plaza and on top of it there is coin and gems and fine gilded armour and crafted weapons that look enchanted to your eyes because suddenly you can see the enchantment on them. And little carved statues. Maynard will uh, will say it. it's happening. I can I can see it. It's happening. You can see it. You can see both things. It's not taking you over, but you can see here and there at the same time. And you can feel the echo of movement in your shoulders as the queen moves to look over the offerings and to turn her attention to the four prisoners who have been brought out. And they have their hands tied behind them. You recognise them as the prisoners. You know who these people are. Which is why it doesn't surprise you when the dwarf Oriana turns to Azar and says something quietly and he sighs, glances up at you and looks back and shrugs and draws a short dagger and steps behind the prisoners and cuts the rope around their wrists. All four of them. Real! 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 Aza's doing something! What's he doing? Trick, go get an ember. It's happening. He's, okay. he's, okay. um... He's, he's cutting their bonds. And they can't run anywhere because there are guards with crossbows and they clearly... None of them look like they have any hope beyond this moment. And everyone else is backing away. And you rear up and look down at these four. And as they scramble to flee, 
to find something to fight you with, you breathe out frost and they fall. Frozen. And you lower your head and start tearing into them. Maynard just sort and of... And it is gory and horrible. Maynard sort of just falls to the floor and just sort of shudders. And sobs a little. I'm gonna kneel next to Maynard and put... hug his shoulders. They didn't stand a chance. They're gone. This is awful. It's okay. We're going to make it better. Eventually. She won't get away with it. Ugh. Are you alright? The thing is, is that I agree with you. But also, it's stupid. This is awful. But we're trying to prevent something terrible from happening. And if we go and do something about this, then we're just going to make something else horrible happen. Probably. Maynard, what you just experienced, would you like to go through that every year for the rest of your life? If I stay away from the forest, I won't have to. That's what Azar said. What does he know? He lives I'll in the forest. I'll just never come back here. Never see Ember and Trick again? I, I mean, he can come visit me wherever I am. That'd be fun. Could go camping. Let's go camping. I don't plan to stay in the forest forever. It's your home, isn't it? I mean, yeah, but we have all of this world-saving business to figure out. And Yeah, how are we doing on that? Think. I honestly don't know. I got some feeling of approval from the Singing Flame, but... Yeah, but what... What do we what 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 do we do now? Keep going as we has been oh. as we have been, I suppose. I mean, yeah. Yeah. if if they say we're on the right track, that's a very good sign. Yeah, we were planning on going to the Wizard College next and learning what we can there, and then off to. Somewhere where we'll probably find more answers, and I assume that will take us out of the forest, at least at some point. Well, I mean, certainly if we go to the college. Well, yes. I suppose it could be... It could be interesting to go to, um... Shoot... Tilvair? Tilvair. It could be interesting to see Tilvairon. I think probably at some point we ought to go that way. I think so too. Why why do we ought to go there? Well, if the missing gods that 
we're finding clues of are in the ruins of the Telvir, then maybe over there they still worship that god or know more about it than anyone here would? I can just quietly assume that we that we preemptively put Maynard in a quiet spot, in a quiet corner. <laughs> yeah. In the recovery position. As we have this. Well, no, I just meant as we as we start to have this extremely... Um... Yes, I, 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 I'm assuming, to be honest, that most people are... Most people in Grisgard are outside enjoying the nice weather and, and the hog roast and there you are gathered inside in the cool and therefore there's, n- there's not really anyone else about in here to be overhearing your business. Ember probably brought several plates of food with them when they uh, joined the rest of the party and so brought food for everyone else just in case. So yeah, I, I, I don't think it's unreasonable to expect that we won't have to be in the forest for much longer and we'll probably spend at least a good several years away from the forest, away from home. Well, the only other option is that I uh, embrace it. My destiny. (laughs) Accountancy or... (laughs) <laughs> you laughed that was genuinely what I was thinking until immediately are you feeling better Maynard has it is it is it better it took a few minutes but yes that that has run to completion and faded yeah it's it's over now it was pretty awful. I think there's something useful or important about the forest and these gods and I don't know if the dragon the queen do you think they get their power from the forest somehow? Well, yeah. Isn't that known? I mean, the power... The, the, the forest is powerful in its own right. Why? Most rulers don't actually attach themselves to their, uh, to their Why flora. Why is the forest like that? just is. Well, yeah, but land doesn't usually have the power to give you power. I mean, if they're a warlock of some kind, it's got to be some kind of thing giving them this their arcane abilities. And it's a bit weird for a forest to have that kind of ability, don't you think? Guess I haven't really ever thought of it. It's always just been a given. Well, we also been taking it as a given that it's okay for a dragon to be a queen. So 
I think maybe you guys in the White Forest need to stop making so many assumptions about stuff. Oh, uh, I mean, that's under advisement. <laughs> but that also means that maybe I could. Just thought about that. You could what? Do you want to? Mary sort of gives a very loose shrug. Something new. It's interesting. It's certainly not business school. <laughs> yeah. It's not business school. But look, if whatever... We, when we interacted with this... This forgotten god... It pulled on something... That I felt... With the queen... There's a connection there. And Azar and the Lich seem to have felt it as well. Yeah. I don't know, do you think it could help us? Could. Possibly. What exactly are you proposing that you do? I mean... Oh, I'm making... make a... Make, make a make a pact of some kind. Hmm. Not sure. How? I have to think about it. Maybe when I'm less drunk. Or more drunk. Thinking might be a bit easier at that point. It might be for the best. What, to be a warlock or to be less drunk? To be less drunk before making that decision. Right, right, gotcha. You're smart, Trick. I like you. I like all of you. Like you too, Maynard. <laughs> I'm gonna get some food. And maybe a steep. Maynard sort of just sort of stumble away. Just toddles off to yeah. find some pork scratchings. Okay, I think that's a great place to uh, wrap it up for this week. All right. And, and we'll pick up there. Why am I nervous? This is your problem.